and welcome to Recruitment in the Modern World. I'm Shara Beckley, and this episode forms part of our series of resources for job applicants. In it, we focus on the ways of boosting your CV. To discuss this today, I am pleased to have with me Anthony Haynes, Communications Director of FJ Wilson Talent Services. Welcome, Anthony. Thank you, Shara. So just before we get started and into the nitty gritty of job advertisements, if our listeners have sort of listened to previous podcasts, they'll know that you have your three tips, you know, the bronze, the silver, the gold. But before we dive into those tips, let's unpack the world of sort of tailoring CVs. You know, we're calling today's episode How to Tailor Your CV. Why does a CV need tailoring? For me, this is all about optimization. And in fact, this is a theme that runs throughout my work uh, as a communications professional. That whatever kind of communication I'm working on, I notice there's a big difference between doing something standard and actually optimizing things. So with a CV, most of the time you hear people talking about their CV, they talk about it in the singular. Mm-hmm. And they say things like, oh, I'm going to spend part of the weekend uh, finishing my CV or I've done my CV, I've got my CV. Yeah. Uh, and then they tend to send the same CV out for different opportunities. Yep. And there's a world of difference between that and thinking, I'm going to tailor the CV to make it optimised, to make it just right for each particular opportunity. So you end up with CVs, plural, one for each occasion. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure people love doing their CVs, but if someone like me, where it sometimes seems a bit like a chore to get all our CVs done and ready, you do have three tips to get this done. And we're going to start with your bronze. What's your bronze? My bronze idea is to tailor the content of the CV. I think um, it's a good idea to have a sort of one large document mm-hmm. where you store absolutely everything that you could put onto your CV. And then what you do is work through that and think, well, for this particular occasion, Mm -hmm. which of these things need to go into the CV and which ones can I leave out and should I leave out? Mm. Because you don't have to bung everything into every CV. So I'd make decisions about what to include and what not to include. So let me give you an example. Perhaps you do some voluntary work. And it may be wholly irrelevant to the opportunity you're applying for, in which case don't put it in. Yeah. But it may be relevant. It may be that the, the the content, the sort of topic that your voluntary work focuses on is relevant for job, or it may be the skills are, it may be you're the treasurer of some sports club or something. And what that shows is, first of all, people trust you with mm-hmm. money. And secondly, you're, you're happy to deal with money and figures. That might be relevant to the opportunity you're applying for. That's such a good idea. So, you know, you have like one master file that you just, you know, pull the pieces from. I can certainly yep, do that. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think back, I mean, I've had this, I've vaguely had this tip before, but sometimes I've ended up with lots of different, you know, types of CVs and you're trying to get to which one had this information, but having that one master file and then pulling from it what you need. Got it. Um. So, yeah. our silver, what's next? 
Well, just as you need to tailor the content, I suggest tailoring the structure. Okay. Uh, and it, by structure, I principally mean the sequence in which you provide information. Okay. So again, people tend to use a sort of standard sequence um, invariably in their CVs. And what I'm suggesting is you might want to mix that up mm. according to what's of interest to your reader. So I'll give you an example, which is a bit of a counterintuitive example, really. Mm. Um, I help a number of people apply for academic positions and very often in the specification it says a doctorate is required. The candidate needs to have a doctorate. Mm -hmm. And so what people tend to do is put that first on the CV. You know, yeah. they say I have a PhD from the University of Manchester from 2008 or whatever. But the one thing you know about that job is that every single person applying for it will also have a doctorate because it says you have to have a doctorate. So if you put that first, you're starting your CV with something that doesn't really differentiate you from anyone else applying for it. Now, of course, on the CV, you have to show somewhere you have a doctorate, yeah. but it doesn't necessarily have to go first. And there may be something that you think really sets you apart, relevant to the job that you're proud of, um, such as um, the, with an academic post, the amount of grant income that you've brought in, for example, mm. well, maybe you should put that first instead and put the doctorate lower down the page. Mm. That is so true. Never thought about it that way. Um, that's why we have Anthony. And, and so <laughs> I can't even think what tops that in terms of gold, but please do share your gold tip. Well, so so far I've said tailor the content mm -hmm. and the structure. The last thing to tailor is the language. Okay. And in particular, um, use the language of the employer or whoever it is you're writing to, the reader. Use their language, not yours. So think of it this way. Someone assessing your CV yeah. will have a sort of a list of requirements and preferences that they want your CV to meet. It may be in their head or it may well be, a, particularly if HR is involved, a, a, a written document mm -hmm. and with tick boxes and they have to look at the CV and think, well, you know, have they got this? Have they got this? Have they got this? Now, if you use the same language that they use, mm -hmm. they can't miss the fact. If, if, if there's a particular requirement they have and you use the same language on your CV, you're going to get a tick in the box because they yeah. can see that you meet that requirement. If you use a synonym, some other word, that you know means the same thing, mm -hmm. there's a chance that they will miss that or misinterpret it, in which case you're disadvantaging yourself. So my, my big message is just tailor the language mm -hmm. of your CV to match that of the audience, the, the reader. I am nodding my head quite a bit because it also makes me think of, you know, when you're communicating in person and um, sort of the term mirroring, you know, mm. you've got that sort of synchronization mm. going because you're mirroring each other, communicating really well. Now, this is just putting that in a sort of a written perspective in a CV where you're tailoring using the same language. So you're connecting with the recruiter through your CV. Yeah. So that's a good example. Mm. If I can choose that. I mean, I, I like the word tailoring yeah. a lot. I mean, it, it ties in with my personal philosophy, which mm -hmm. is all about how, you know, the text that you write, uh, the word text has the same etymological root as textile. Mm -hmm. So I like thinking of these metaphors like tailoring that apply to textiles and, and language. Yes. But that, that, that's, that's my preference. Yeah. Now, you've just used the word mirror. Mm -hmm. And so I now know, well, if I was applying for a job with Sheriff Eckley, yeah. I wouldn't say tailor, I'd say mirror. Ah, there we go. Wow. 
Thank you very much, Anthony. I mean, some real useful and practical tips that don't turn CV sort of writing or tailoring into into another sort of to-do list and chore. We can get this done. Um, but just <laughs> to finish, you're comms director for FJ Wilson Talent Services. What does the company offer in the area of talent acquisition? Okay, so our, our main service is, is a recruitment service and we work with a particular group of clients. So our clients fall into the category of membership bodies, professional associations, learning providers, mm -hmm. awarding bodies, that type of organisation. And we don't work on every type of role. We work on professional roles uh, from mid-level up to senior level. That's what we do. Gotcha. And where can listeners go to find out more? We've got a very simple URL for our website, okay. which is fjwilson.com, fjwilson.com. And the phone number's prominent on there, but I'll just mention it as well. Mm. It's 0203-195-3600. Brilliant. Thank you, Anthony. And thank you to our listeners. Please do join us for the next episode of Recruitment in the Modern World. The music for this episode comes courtesy of the composer, Harry Chalmers. Mm -hmm.